Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers Podcast. Haunted University in New Orleans. From 1916 to 1966, Market Falls, 4th and 5th Royals, used by students for studying anatomy. Room 501 is where the corpses were dissected. The remaining areas of the floor were used as a morgue. And since the elevator didn't go to the fifth floor, the dead bodies could, could be would be hauled up by using a crane that host hoisted by their trained ankles. So it's not surprising that students experience paranormal activity in these areas. The close sudden changes in temperature, doors opening and shutting shut, flickering lights, apparitions have been seen in the hallway. And when the windows are open, some students and staff members even heard the sound of crane that once pulled up the deceased bodies. Granville Hall is said to be one of the most haunted parts of the university with ghost stories dating back to the time construction. It was built in 1883 for the St. Dominican nuns and an all-girls all One of the oldest stories that, that of a shrieking banshee and many of the girls claim they have heard the shrieks in the middle of the night. Another legend is that a pregnant nun hung herself in a building cupola. A girl in a long white dress with brown hair been seen running across the yard before suddenly disappearing. Unexplained footsteps have been heard in the upper halls, sounds of furniture moving around, sudden drops in temperature, lights turning on and off. Ghosts playing an organ in the Nunmaker Auditorium, the playful ghosts at the Cobus bookstore who apparently enjoys making a mess in the middle of the night. Most frightening of these stories was the exorcism that took place at Bag- Bagby Hall in 16- 1968. Two 18-year-old girls named Maria and Brenda were living in the room 813 and often played with their Ouija board. They apparently made contact with several evil spirits, including a woman called Hazel, who allegedly harmed their friend after he made fun of the ghost. Her father, Cohen, and the Crown Post Ministry found out the girls had been messing about Ouija board. He made them promise to stop using it, but he ignored his request and kept on playing with it. One night, the girls were woken by the sound of furniture moving across the floor. Everything on their shelves had been rearranged, and a poster flew off the wall. The girls called Father Cohen, who showed up the next morning to perform an exorcism. Although an exorcism was conducted, people still experienced paranormal activity in the bug, bug, bad dig hole. To this present day. One of the many examples is the two girls who were li- living there saw their mini fridge moving across the floor without any explanation. In 2010, after students became fed up with their doors slamming shut, the toilet flushing it on its own, they cut to a seance in room 1108. When they asked the ghost if he wanted to do any harm to them, they see the deep growl that called her response to their question. So that is the lower, lower university in New Orleans. Blog Talk Radio.
for all with your presenter, Mark and Tonight, Wednesday, live at 8 p.m. We are talking about zombies. <laughs> On Freedom Talk Radio. www.freedomtalkradio.co.uk Join in. And why not pull up the show? If you're brave enough, I don't think they are. Many a zombie on a Saturday night. Yes, I think you too can too. The English word zombie was first recorded in 1819. Wow, that's a long time ago. Next to Brazil by the poet Robert Summerlee in the form of zombie. The Oxford East English Directory, I read it from A to Z, gives the origin of the word as West African and appears to the Congo words. Zambuye, God, and Zubuyu, fetish. Oh, I like a good fetish. I wonder if the listeners do as well. No, don't go there, Freddy. Please don't go there. We'll be taken off the air. Okay, I won't. A Cumberland to Polkadee's protectory. From 1903, defines the related word Zambuye as soul. Why later, Kambuyu, Polkadee's victory. That's easy for you to say. Defines it as being a spirit that's supposed to wonder the earth to torment the living. One of the first books to expose Western culture in the concept of the voodoo zombie was Magic Island by W.B.C. Book in 1929. This is a account of a narrator who encounters voodoo cults in IDT and reconstructs trolls. Oh, I wonder if he had a doll that he could put Probably did, sir. He probably did. Time claimed that the book introduced Zombie to U.S. speech. Oh, I don't know. Is it? Is U.S. English the same as us? Are in this book? Well, probably not. They do do some strange words, Freddie. I know, but they must be listening, so we can't be polite to them. Yes, we will be polite to them, Freddie. Personal sound sounds. Sounds like a housewife myself. Having no will of its own, the, t- t- the t- Hibetan tradition also claims an incorporeal type of zombie, the zombie astral, which is part of the human soul. A bokar can capture a zombie astral to enhance his spiritual power. A zombie astral can also be sealed inside a specially decorated bottle by bokar and sold to a client to bring luck, healing, and a business success. Oh. I wondered what that was in that funny drink I had the other day. It believed that God eventually will claim the zombie's soul, so the zombies temporarily enter the spiritual entry. My girlfriend Gertrude was a zombie. She loved me for my brain. Ha ha ha. Yeah, very funny for me. 
birth of the zombie gene is almost supposed to develop in the world horror world. Not only we get to see morally suffering unread red zombies introduced or favourite morally suffering zombies. The heroine of the new age of gore, Night to the Living Dead, was one of the first films in Spence that to get rid of a tired and tested cut away technique. Sounds like my sex life. Freddy, whose violence was betrayed as a shadow of the wall of a camera cut out and a scream. Ah! Horror films entered the age of special effects as spectacular led school of blood and gore galore. You know, when you open it, there's cuts of glory and lots of strawberry jam and pig's blood. Ooh. Here, there was a new way to make the audience scream in terror. I remember the picture scream. I told him to get rid of the... the keep that kid still. When I, when I went to the... T- bog. Oh, Freddy, please behave yourself. I told this in my horror story now. Okay, hope you... Have you ever been to school lately? You may be in for a shock. The whole keep coming. Nothing seems to hold them back. Army children, uniform, coming in from everywhere. I tried my best to bring back some order, but to no avail. The mindless horde marches on, getting closer and closer. How am I going to deal with the walking dead? Who do the, do the zombie walk whilst in on their phone? High-pitched screams, swearing, fighting, little all over the place. Hold or at the gate. I have to make a statement or go down with, with a fight. A bell rings out the bear's beak. Break, break up the foe in a perfect line. I must get on with another call day. That is part of my job as a headmaster's lot. The end. In my humble opinion, the best zombie film that gets the most ventures uh, is Night of the Living Dead. Barbara and Johnny drive to rural Pennsylvania. Visit their father's grave where the cemetery Barbara is attacked by a strange man. It's always a strange man. Well, they're pretty strange and you're pretty strange too, pretty. Oh, I know that. Never mind. Where was I? Johnny tries to rescue his sister, but his sister strikes Johnny's head against her gravestone, killing him. After wrecking their car in a panic, Barbara escapes on a foot with a stranger in pursuit. She arrives at the farmhouse, where she discovers a woman's mangled corpse fleeing from the house. She is confronted by strange menacing ghouls, <laughs> including a man in the graveyard. A man named Ben arrives and takes her back to the house. Why is he called Ben? I don't know. Perhaps it's in the script. Well, I haven't read the script. Well, go back and read it, Ben. Arise and takes her back to the house, driving the monsters away from the barricade the doors and windows. While doing this, Ben finds a radio and a hunting rifle. Throughout the night, Barbara slowly descends into stupor of shock and insanity. Basically, she's going as mad as a box of fox. I've always had a box of fox in my head. That explains everything, That explains everything. Ben discovers that the farmhouse is a cellar. The cellar house is an angry married woman couple. Helen and uh, Harry and Helen Cooper, along with their daughter Karen. The Coopers sought refuge off as a group of some monsters overturned their car. Tom and Judy, a teenage couple, arrive after hearing an emergency broadcast about a series of brutal killings. 
Karen has taken has fallen seriously ill after being bitten by one of the monsters. Oh, it was a love bite. They venture upstairs when Ben returns the radio on. Our barber awakens from a stupor. Harry demands that everyone hide in the cellar, but Ben deems it a death trap and continues to back out of the house. Upstairs with Tom's help. He always back away, Katie. Help it never hurt. Works. Radio reports as plain as well a wave of mass murder is sweeping across the east coast of the United States. Ben finds the television. He and the other occupants of the house watch the emergency broadcaster report that the recently deceased have come reanimated and consuming the flesh of the living. Yum, yum. Oh, I enjoyed that dinner. Expert scientists and the military have failed to determine the cause of the, of the reanimations. Through one scientist suspects that due to radioactivity, contamination from space probet has blown up Earth's atmosphere while returning from Mars. Today is National Dinosaur Day. <laughs> Zombies may, may eat flesh to feed the zombie virus itself. Some critics realize that zombies prefer to taste the human flesh if they can taste anything. Because warm human flesh may have to do with vandesize needing fresh DNA or some parasitic microorganism receiving some form of nourishment from live blood cells. Feed me, feed me, I want your dinner. I want to eat you for my tea, my tea, my tea, my tea. While the causes and depictions of zombies throughout the history have varied, one element tape that leaks them. They all comprise brains. George Romero is referred to as the father of the modern zombie and widely viewed as the creator of the modern zombie cinema. He's written and directed more zombie films than anyone in history. He should get a zombie of Oscar, here you are. He's Oscar, Mr. George A. Ramono. What have you said got to say to that? Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Modern concepts of zombies originally began with the voodoo religion of the West African Yubai tribe. And then travelled to capture slaves to Cabernet in Haiti, a busy slave centre in the seventeen hundreds. George Romano's zombie films are great because they use zombie as a device of social commentary. In other words, they are not movies about zombies, they're rather about human beings and how they react in crisis. We got commercialism, we've got disease and lots of other things we wish to relate to zombies. Perhaps they could do a zombie double trump movie. Oh, I don't think they have to bother. I think he's already there. You're probably true, really. really. There's a law in Haiti that makes a crime to turn anyone, someone to a zombie. Article 249 states if someone drugs another person, buries him as though he was dead, and digs a person up and brings him back to life, it is considered murder. Well, I hope so too. I did that last week, and they never arrested me. Well, I wouldn't admit that. Don't go back to that country. No, I won't. I'll promise. Colin's nicely is said to have turned into a real-life zombie. 
Hmm, I wonder if it's true. He claimed he turned into a zombie by a combination of powerful neurotoxins and hallucinogenics. It's very easy for you to say, Mark. It's not very easy for me to say, because I mucked that word up. Don't worry, nobody's listening. So it won't matter. I'm very true. Nobody ever listens to my show. Nobody ever rings in either. No, they never do. They probably think you're some sort of idiot. Well, let's get on with the show. Z called Jobs can actually make people look like zombies. A disease causes painful oozing sores on the face, legs, arms, and feet. A painful wounds on the bottom of the feet sometimes cause a sufferer to walk in a slow zombie-like shuffle. Besides being able to move, after they're dead, zombies do not have superpowers. No, they can't fly. They can't. They're not super strong. And you can shoot them in the head, and they don't move anymore. In fact, zombies actually have fewer abilities than they did when they were living human beings. Uh, uh, adjective RLF stands for reanimated life form, which is another way of saying zombie. I wonder if they could do a cartoon like that on the telly for children. We are life, life forms. Save the planet. With us, we have zombie number one. Uh, Derek, what's, what's Derek's special powers? Oh, Derek, what's your special powers? Brains. Oh, okay. In case of a zombie outbreak, genetic weapons are always preferable to custom or rare firearms for rarer forms of ammunition. In case of zombie outbreak, a person's physical fitness may have significant influence on their person's odds of surviving. Basically, run, bike. Don't say that word. Bike. Very quickly. But it gives them an F and answer the K. Ha ha Don't, Freddy, you've gone in very trouble now. I'm telling you off now. Okay, Mark. I won't do no more. Ha ha ha. That's what he thinks. Zombies may have a trademark zombie limp because their bodies are affected by the same decomposition process as any normal corpse. They're falling apart. Ha ha ha. Additionally, ritual mortis could cause serious tissue. A message damage as the zombies each step. In other words, they're doing the zombie shuffle. They're doing the zombie shuffle. We're doing the zombie shuffle. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. The zombie shuffle. Yes, okay, Freddy. Since zombies do not regenerate or heal, any damage is permanent. Oh, they can't go down the doctors then. No, I don't think the doctors would let them in. They'd probably run. Yeah, probably right. Eventually. Your zombie's top speed could be reduced to a crawl and perhaps even slow to the point where it could not move. So he's a zombie zombie. <laughs> While vampires are fast, strong, difficult to kill, relatively intelligent and able to regenerate, zombies are slow, rather weak, easy to kill and dumb. And they're so dumb, it's incredible. Yes, I met one the other day. He thought... What's he call a zombie when he's asleep? I don't know. What do you call a zombie when he's asleep? Zombie! Any wound or damage to receive is permanent. So in a fight between a zombie and a vampire, the vampire will most likely win. Zombies fans debate how long it will take a person who died from a zombie virus to reanimate. Fairies put the... Moment of reanimation between a few minutes to several hours. I wonder who sits down and tries to figure that out. 
They've probably got nothing to do in their life. They've probably got a very, very sad life. Very true. Experts note in order to survive a zombie attack, it's imperative to follow a few guidelines. One, do not take shelter in a vehicle which you do not have the keys. Yes, you can't get in. You can't escape. Do not leave weapons out for zombies to find. Oh, they're picking them up and use them against you. Do not give your only weapon to a hysterical person. Now oh, they run away and all get hysterical and run to, to the zombies and get eaten. Do not retreat to your basement without supplies. Now you're starved to death. You too become a zombie. Do not get surrounded by zombies, especially in an elevator. Yes, it won't happen. It's not like the Indians in the cowboy films. They won't wait until you've got the, got the uh, wagons round. They'll just attack. Do not let personal motions of anger impede a survival. Yes, in other words, don't get upset. Don't cry about the zombie. No, no, I want a zombie. I don't want to be a zombie. <laughs> So do not get a Some scientists claim that a zombie apocalypse is not necessarily an impossibility because humans are susceptible to neurotoxins, brain parasites, real rage virus, known as biological disease, neuroscience, and nanobots, which can operate in the host when even the host has died. Yes, I remember watching a, a program about these insects and bugs that infect your brain that can make you do strange or wonderful things. It was a lovely program, and it, it made me think, what the hell am I going to do that? A parasitic fungus turns ants into zombies. That's quite cool. Perhaps we can see some zombie ants. What, what, they are? I'm going to do an interview with zombie ants. Hello, zombie ants. How are you today? fungus, a species of, this is a big word, so I won't probably say it right, Oparocoroderoi seeps, or if you're spelling it, this is what it's spelled like, O-P-H-I-O-C-O-R-D-Y-C-E-P-S, yes, it's a long word, why they do these so much long words, I think they do it on purpose just to confuse people like me, but they're doing a very good job, Mark, <laughs> thank you, Freddie. Effectively, he turns ants into zombies. A recent study found the fungus can synchronise several ants to bite down simultaneously on the underside of a leaf and then die. The fungus then sprouts through the dead ants' bodies. In computer science, a zombie is a computer that's taken over by a virus, a Trojan horse or a hacker. Most owners of zombie computers are aware that computers have been compromised. The top 10 safest countries during a zombie outbreak, according to geographical location, topography, armed populace, population density, and military preparedness, are the following. And we're not even, England is not even on the list. So there we are, we're doomed. If you live in Australia, Canada, United States, Russia, Kazakhstan, Bulgaria, Norway, Finland, Argentina, or Sweden, you're okay. But if you're in the UK, it's not anarchy. It'd be dedicated. Ha ha ha. Stories of the dead being brought back to life.
how to. Callers can call in from USA and Canada if you wish. Oh, I think they wish to. Come on, come on, give us a call, you idiots. Yes, let's go back to the show. I'm... Yes, stories of the dead being brought back to life a thousand years old. For example, 5,000 years ago in the Middle East, tell the epic of Gilgashia, an anguished goddess threatens to bring the dead back to eat the living. Zombies in Chinese myth are called Kang Shai, the hopping curse. Oh, <laughs> it must be going hoppy hop, brain, brain, brains, hoppy hop, brain, brain, brains. Hmm. While they have human bodies, they do not have any fault or free will. In some Chinese myths, zombies are dead people who dare die far from home and must walk back to their home villages before they can rest in peace. R.I.P. Rest in peace, just like me. Ho, ho, hum. I need brains. Yes, so do I. Scambling stories, zombies are called Dargoyu. D-R-A-U-G-R. According to the legend, Dargoyu were fierce warriors, but after they died, they were not content to lie in a grave. Instead, they gave back. They came back to attack the living. To call a Draka, one has to cut off its head, burn its body, and scatter its ashes out to sea. Wow! It sounds like a good night out to me. I generally believe that hours before rigor mortis sets in, a zombie must be the most dangerous. They will briefly have the strength and speed of a living humans before the bodies be ravaged by decomposition. Decomposition, or oh, in other words, rotted, because it's easy for me to say. Yes, I think you better say that, Mark, because you definitely can't say that word. No, I can't, Freddie, I definitely can't. A, riv- a revenant from the French term nivreur, meaning one who returns, is a popular zombie-like creature. Like zombies, they begin to suffer, suffer rotting and smell like a rotting body once they come back to life. However, unlike modern zombies, their teeth begin to grow to cookie, terribly crooked and jagged protrus. That's to Americans. It's what our teeth look like. We probably think all English teeth looks like that because that's what they say in every story you see. Well, it's pretty true. My teeth aren't that great. But I haven't got any false ones. Well, I thought you did. <laughs> no, no, not yet, Freddy, not yet. Also, unlike zombies, they don't like people or they drink blood. Zombie stories have been found all over the world, including in Europe, Asia, North America, Africa, and the Middle East. Oh, Haiti has been the source of modern zombie stories. Voodoo zombies, or zombies based on Haiti law, are created by evil priests. We mentioned that earlier. You're just doing it again. Yes, I mentioned it earlier. I forgot I did. I'm sorry, Freddy. According to Voodoo religion, once a zombie has been created, a boko or evil priest has created a zombie, must keep the zombie obedient by feeding it a paste made from a plant called a zombie's cucumber. Legend states that the chemicals in the cucumber keep zombies weak, so they're easy to hold around. In the United States, the zombie's cucumber is called Jimson weed. Oh, is that that kind of weed you can smoke? I don't know, because I've never done that with any, and I don't advise our listeners to do it either. Okay. Folklore says that salt will remove a zombie to, 
who stole a zombie to the grave. Yes, I tried to sort the other day. And the zombie just went, can I have some pepper by that as well? According to Haiti folklore, feeding salt to a zombie will restore the person to freedom. That doesn't mean the zombie will become a living person again, but rather the body will turn to the grave. I used to like one foot in the grave. It was very funny. Is that related to it? Well, I don't know, but it was very good comedy. According to Haiti Voodoo, there are several precautions people can take so their uh, deceased loved ones can avoid being turned into a zombie. Bury the body under heavy stones so they're harder to dig up. Yes. Oh, I wonder if it's a stone you lose weight. I'd be that penny for you to put on there, Mark. <laughs> Watch over the grave for 36 hours. Late after 36 hours, death is final and the book can no longer turn into a dead body into a zombie. Ow! Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was to do with that film. I like watching a lot of films. I was going to do a marathon for 36 hours of Netflix or Amazon. And cut off the head of the body. George Romero's 1968 movie, Night of Living Dead, is usually credited as being the film with zombie movies that they have their roots. The film... Shaun of the Dead is a 2004 rom-com, or romantic zombie comedy. The film was written as a spoof honoring George Moreo's Night of the Living Dead. It stars Simon Pegg as the couch potato turned zombie hunter Sean. It's also called a zombie comedy. You know why it's called a zombie comedy? No, why is that, Freddy? Because it's brain-testicle. Ha, ha, ha. A popular Dead series, World series is different from any other zombie genius because it depicts a ruling class of zombies at organised intelligence. Yes, they call them MPs. The most popular zombie-based manga Japanese comics storyline is called High School of the Dead. A story is about a group of high school students being caught in the middle of zombie apocalypse. Additionally, they must face the threat of social collapse and decay well, there's moral framework. It sounds like Brexit. The internet was opened up new ventures for the zombie gene to grow, particularly zombie-themed internet comics, such as Zombie Hunters, Last Blood, Everyday Decay, and Slaughter Incorporated. In fact, the zombie outbreak, there are certain hotspots for zombie infection, including hospitals, police stations, church, malls, and department stores. Early zombie movies are often associated with voodoo-style zombies, rather than viral of radiation zombies. Yes, I like White Zombie, made in 1962. It tells the story of a woman's transformation to a zombie at the hands of a voodoo master. I think it was to do with better negoci. You're quite right. Very first zombie film ever made in 1932. American zomb- film White Zombie it's also the first horror film that was not a sonic film, as well as the first independent horror film to star Bela Lugosi, an icon in horror cinema. In the very first zombie movie ever, white zombie lead actor Bela Lugosi was paid $800 for his performance, making him the highest paid actor in that movie. Even in 1932, that wasn't a lot of money. 
a movie grossed more than $25,000 at the box office. Though the budget, film budget was around 50000 What is on me is a public domain, which means no one owns the rights to the film anymore. So you can watch it and at your peace, go and watch it on public domain. It's free. Mr. Rogers is by the career prolific films zombie filmmaker George A. Romano's first paid directing job was filming Mr. Rogers' Ted Tom Solia Septimony. That's easy for you to say. I don't even say the word. I'll have to spell it ready. Yes, you're very not very good at big words. No, I'm not. So do my mint. I've got um, small vessel disease of the brain, you know, which fixed my uh, memory and speech skills and things like that. So I'm coping quite well. No, you're like a silver dollar living zombie. Yes, actually, that's why it's my favourite subject. I call myself a living zombie because my brain is falling apart. So here we are. It's T O N S I L L S I L L E C T T O M Y. For Mr. Rogers, neighborhood Romero said his project somehow inspired him to pursue Korean horror films. The movies Zombie Strippers, hey! And Zombie Zombie Zombies are ranked as the very worst zombie films of all time. If you know of any more, please leave a comment and I'll check them out. Ethan O'Bottonis, Wayne Davis, travelled into Haiti in 1982 after hearing reports of zombification. He found the zombies were most likely exposed to a dangerous mix of pontent neurotoxins and hallucinogenics. He wrote his discoveries in a book, A Serpent in the Rainbow, which adapted in the movie the same name by horror director Wes Craven in 1988. Some critics have dismissed his work as scientific or fraudulent. The word zombie fouls is a term used to describe fans of the zombie genre, like me. According to Haiti law, a zudun, zombie, voodoo zombie soul, returned to the victim upon the creator's death. Consequently, someone uses zombies as a servant after the creator's death, it risks reproduction. For violating Voodoo law. In IT, Voodoo power, Poda, is likely, most likely given to the victim for the skin of the inner arm due to its proximity to the heart. After becoming exposed, the victim becomes violent, ill, and paralyzed. Though the person cannot move, he or she can still hear and feel everything. Then the person is buried alive in a hated Voodoo zombification ceremony and then later. And then later reanimated. Yes, I think some time ago, I thought I heard that some doctors were researching this to do, help to do with surgery. I don't know how true this is. I'm probably talking rubbish. Oh, I think you're always talking rubbish. This is what this show is about, rubbish. That was listening. I know you said it earlier. I think you, my wife's listening. She said she would. Unless she's falling asleep by now. Oh, you fall asleep, dear. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that wasn't very good then. Many times, many times, victims of voodoo, voodoo misinformation are reported to walk clumsy, speak the third speech, that's spacey or in, in, intentive. That sounds like me uh, every day. Yes, it is you every day. It's 
first to note this is probably a result of permanent brain damage caused by colonization, a prolonged oxygen, with preparation for being buried alive and exposure to Zulu power. Duh. Which is mixed as a new toxin TTX, a neutrogenic Darutria, and Columbia beans. Do not try this recipe at home. This we do not condone the that following statement. Recent research shows that most likely only about one out of 100 attempts at voodoo suffocation at ADT could be successful. The other 99 times it result in death. This is quite final. Critics note that a profound influence of atomic age had on the public conscious helped usher the age of the modern zombie. Radiation became a staple of horror entertainment was the cause of mutant animals, giant insects, and zombies. The film, the movie Dead Snow, is a 2009 Norwegian zombie comedy about a group of students under attack from Nazi zombies in the mountains of Norway. It is nominated by the most phenomenal mutation scene. I've never seen that. I'll have to go out and rent it out. People being mistaken buried alive play a role in zombie law. Yes, that is true. That if you look it up on various work search sites, look up people being mistakenly buried alive, and you'll be shocked and horrid how many people this has happened to. Long ago, people always were sometimes buried alive because they were in a coma, which put doctors mistook for death. When thieves dug up their graves, there's still jury. The corpse seemed to come back to life. This played a role in developing a zombie myth. Toxic zombies and zombies have come back to life through radiation, exposure to a virus, or poisonous chemical leaks. Hmm. These zombies are usually rotting, sunny bad, can't feel pain, and preferred to feed on food and flesh. That sounds like the tramp I met last week. He was trying to, he was smelling bad. I gave him some sandwiches and he told me to go away. Because he he can't, he rather had the money. Because he's got a, card, a credit card. Because he don't take it, he can only, he only get his sex money to go on credit cards. Oh. It simply can't move fast, which you mentioned earlier. Smell, they can smell the fresh blood and can hear very well. Who do zombies? Are zombies under other people's control? Retain a limited capacity of human attributes such as pain and emotion. They appear in stories all over the world. Zombie power powder is made from poisons taken from animals such as the spiky pufferfish, the hobo tree frog, the cane toad. In addition, the powers contain human remains as well as some eugenics. Ah, oh, what a lovely... I'll probably go down to the doctor next week and get some for more gout. Critics note that zombies created either from superstition, radiation, or virtual mutation resent what is frightening the human psyche and serve to explore many profound assumptions about life and death. The Germans have a version of a zombie called Nechtzuzia. N-A-C-H-T-Z-E-H-R-E-R, which is two common translations. Night Waster, or Night Eater, Chua, Gorna, Gorna. The next, Zutra, 
has traits of both a zombie and a vampire. Oh, it bites, and it fights, and it flies away. It's a zombie. Back come vampire. When an its treasure is first reanimated, it gores a part of its own body, then seeks out another victim to feed upon. Oh, it bites. It, it's there for it. It loves to bite another bite for itself. There are three general schools of thought about how a zombie virus will behave. First, dominant infection, where the virus has spread around the world and may not notice until the recently dead begin to reanimate. In this case, anyone bitten or not would become a zombie. Right. Right. Oh no, he's become a zombie! Run! Next is active infection only. That means that only those who are bitten by a zombie could be affected, and ugly that only those who are bitten by a zombie would be affected and ugly die as a result, only to reanimate after their deaths. Finally, dormant and active infection, which is the worst out of all three. All persons who die would reanimate, and those who are bitten would die much faster. Zombies are extreme representation of conformated identity, and present the inner struggle many humans are regarding the conflict of individuality versus conformity. In other words, they like the rebel. Chris, they like James Dean. Perhaps zombies are really James Dean in disguise. Perhaps they are. Where are we? Oh, a heated debate involves whether or not Frankenstein monster can be considered a zombie. Well, I don't think so, but here we go. Zombie fans hotly debate whether Dr. Frankenstein quotation can be considered a zombie. One side of the debate claims that the zombie should be defined as reenacting corpse, regardless of how reenactment occurs. The other side says the corpse must be reenacted by either virus or radiation in each human flesh. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. As the first novel to approach the idea of human reanimation from a non-suspicious point of view, whether Frankenstein monsters a zombie or not, Shelley was the first to depict a reanimated body caused by science. Canadian-based team of statisticians created a zombie virus outbreak scenario, and found the only hope for human civilization faced with such an outbreak would be fast, aggressive extermination response. Taking the same stuff would not work. Basically, it's Brexit gone mad. For example, in a stereotypical urban city, a lot of people, I'd say that's half a million, require aggressive military response for about three to eight days. After eight days, it will be nearly guaranteed that the situation will not bounce back. Zombies represent all that is dark and base about the human condition. The fear of zombies often stems from real Human fears regarding unfamiliar or chaotic forces in the world. Most zombie survivors are here to the following survival list. So here is your top 10 zombie survival list. 40 to 90 days worth of non-perishable food. Personal supply of water, 14 to 90 days worth of drinkable water. At least one firearm with 1,000 to 10,000 rounds of ammunition. Gasoline and electrical generator with two to four weeks worth of fuel, a sturdy mercury close combat weapon, and some form of martial arts close combat training, one 
Most well, old zombie survivors tweets isn't core. Check it out. It stands for Zombie Coordination Offensive Response Elite. It costs four dollars to join. A people in a popular horror film, Twenty Eight Days, are not technically zombies because they not do not die before they take on zombie-like appearance. I'm convicted on the killing. And we could have. Well, I wonder what zombies. EastEnders would sound like. Here we go. And tonight's episode. Phil is asking Sharon a question. Sharon plies. The scene goes into the the pup, the the Vic. All the zombies around, trying to have a drink, and fed in completely. As they go to the bar, all they can remember is the following. Whoa.